This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Monday and Friday video cast live on Twitch. What's up everybody in Twitch? It's always fun to chit chat with you before we get going. And of course, you can watch us on YouTube or listen to us on iTunes. Always a pleasure. Make sure to like, subscribe, rate, leave a comment. Pretty much only if you're going to tell us how cool and handsome we mm-hmm. are. Uh, no negative comments. No. Not allowed. My ego can't handle it. I will immediately start crying and or cutting myself. I just punched my cat. Do you want to be responsible? <laughs> oh, <God>. oh. <laughs> Damn you, 69er. You Is that what you named your cat? Negative? No, that's the comment guy who left. Oh, <laughs> you named your cat 69er. <laughs> How did you get that name? That's not a story we're, we're willing to tell on the air. Yeah. But anyway, brought to you as always by Frontline Gaming, where you can get your tabletop gaming goodies at up to 25% off retails for a little bit longer. Uh, yeah. Big news from GW. Uh, we'll talk about that more in the weeks to come. But uh, yeah, take advantage of that. Uh, all kinds of good savings to be had. We also have some really cool terrain <clears throat> mats. We're pretty cool here at Frontline Gaming. Some of us are. I think some of us... Good levels. Yeah. I'm like the Miles Davis yeah. of Frontline Gaming. You are like uh, Screech. I'll take Who, it. Who's a kid? Did I do that? What was that? Am I cooler than Pablo? That's Urkel. Urkel. Jeez. Pablo is so uncool that he full circles back to cool because right. he just does not give a shit. I'm uncool because I try to be cool. Right. There you go. Pablo tries to not be cool, which makes him cool. We have tables here, and there's a cool table and a not cool table. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You sit at the foot of the not cool table. I'm the only one there at the table. Yeah. <laughs> we just throw things at you. It's true. Yeah. Abusive. Laugh at you and point. Yeah. Just like high school all over again. A lot again. of HR complaints. <laughs> yeah. But luckily, I'm HR, so I throw them in the trash can. Anyway, <laughs> when we're not abusing our employees. Oh, also, you might notice that Frankie is not with us today. Yeah. That is because he got the flu. He is really sick. Kind of a bummer. But they were working all weekend on conjoining. Uh, we do have two units now. We got the, uh, the unit next to us. We now have 4,000 square feet. Quite, quite big. Uh, pretty dang big uh, facility. And we are conjoining the two storefronts into one. Uh, big shout out to Frank, to uh, all the team that's out here doing that. Frankie was helping to direct traffic. And uh, it's going to be pretty cool when it's done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so make sure to stop by in the, I would say, by April, we should be all done with all the renovations. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to look really nice in here. So that'd be very cool. You can come by, pick up some goodies, get a game in, and have some fun at Frontline Gaming. Pretty neat. Yeah. Pretty neat. Looking forward to that. Moving on up. Yep. And uh, I was uh, all weekend when I wasn't hanging out with uh, family, doing some fun San Diego stuff. I actually went to the Midway. Uh, nice. which is uh, an aircraft carrier, obviously, of World War II fame. Mm-hmm. Um, it was at the Battle of Midway, which is what it was named for. It was previously called the Hornet. And I'm a big, like, World War II buff, and it was really cool. Even though I've walked by the Midway, like, hundreds of times, uh, I never took the tour. And my cousin mm-hmm. came down with his son, and we took the tours. It was actually really cool. They, I did not know that the Midway was in service until the 90s. 
No. Wow. Did you, yeah? Did you know that? And like, because I haven't done the tour or anything. No. It's actually really cool. It's twenty bucks, but it's it's well worth it. Right. They have uh, they have one of the the torpedo planes that was at the decisive battle of Midway when they defeated the Japanese fleet. Mm-hmm. Um, like one of the only surviving torpedo planes from that moment in time is wow. there. Like one of the ones that was in that battle. Right. It was really cool. It's like you're looking at history. It was like a world changing moment. I gotta check it out. It was actually really cool, man. Like really well, I've been, cool. I've been on the one that's up in Oakland. In Alameda. Um, the, that um, one is the Hornet, I think. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. I believe so. That, that was what they used to Hornet. do the Grand Wall. Yeah. 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 And that one was cool. But uh, it's funny when you move somewhere um, and you live, like when I lived up north in the Bay Area, I never did Alcatraz or any of that stuff either. Um, so you just don't take the time. But then when you do, you're like, wow, this is actually pretty cool. Yeah. It took Forest family stuff. coming to visit. Right. And it's really neat. And they had like all the different like planes from, you know, World War II planes up to like, you know, relatively modern like jets. Like they have uh, the F-18 Super Hornet. Mm. Um, if you're a, a if you're a plane nerd, like you probably are if you're listening to our podcast. Right. It was just really cool. Like they had the Phantom Two. Like it was like step by step the progression of um, American military aviation up to the modern era. It was really cool. I mean, they didn't have a Raptor or anything, of course not, but right. that would have been badass if they did. But it was really neat to see like the F fourteen, the F eighteen, the F sixteen, um, and all the way back. It, it was really neat. Nice. Really neat. So anyway, if you're in San Diego and you want to check that out, I highly recommend it. Um, I was surprised at how cool it was. Actually, There's a pirate so, ship there too. That you can go on. It's not a pirate ship, but it's it's a trading ship from. Um, well, anything's a pirate ship. If you it, make it. it could be. Sure, yeah, it can be an empire airplane if you want. They should. They have like an old, old, <clears throat> old, old submarine too. Really? Like super old school submarine, which is really neat. But uh, the old ship, it's an old trading ship. It's not. Uh, oh. But yeah. it's, it is very cool so from the age of sale. Like, it's really yeah. neat to go check it out. But uh, the Star of India is what it's called. Mm. Anyway, one last point on that. One of the most interesting things about the aircraft carrier is, like, there's thousands of people in the damn thing. Mm-hmm. It's a floating city, as they say. The logistics of just, like, keeping everybody fed and, like, right. it was insane. Yeah. Like, a, a big percentage of the crew on the ship is just there to, like, keep the ship right. functioning. Right? Like, it's yeah. not... You kind of envision like Battlestar Galactica, like it's all these like fighters and stuff, but it's like the majority of them are there just to keep the damn thing right. going. Yeah. Like the amount of like planning and coordination that it would take is mental, like yeah. absolutely bonkers. It was really impressive. So anyway, moving on, uh, when I wasn't doing that, <clears throat> I was furiously painting my free peoples to try and get ready for the Adepticon Age of Sigmar championships, which I will be playing in, <clears throat> hopefully. I didn't... Uh, I don't actually have a ticket yet, but I'm assuming that I will be able to get one at the event. Uh, if you're going to be playing, please come by and say hello. Uh, I, I will probably have four colors and fully based. So mm. the army won't be done, but it will definitely be tournament standard. I wish I had more time, but we were at Gamma last week and just, there's just no, there, I wish there was another hour in the day. Yeah. Um, uh, but if you do see me there, come and say hello. My army I, will look, it'll be presentable, but not to the standard I would like. But uh, there's a picture there. Just painting three colors on those models look like 15 hours. Right. Well, you're doing yellow also. Which over is not, black. Yeah, yeah. Not over black, which is yeah. a good, good move. Well, it's when yeah. you use the uh, the old uh, base colors. Yeah. Um, Are you using Avalanche Sunset? Uh, Avalanche Sunset. Yeah. All it takes is two coats over black, and it's really good. Yeah. And then I did a wash over that, and then I do a highlight with yellow. Yeah. It, it's not that bad. But when you've got 100 models and you're doing like quartered, yeah. I did not make it easy on myself. No. 
like, that was playing on hard mode. Yeah. By the 10th guy, I was like, this was a really stupid idea. <laughs> Why did I do this? Yeah. Um, but, you know, they'll look good. On the other hand, yeah. uh, here's the Lord of Change that Frankie will be playing with because he wisely had our paint studio right. painted. This is actually for a client, but um, mm -hmm. it's Frankie's partner in the Age of Sigmar mm -hmm. team tournament. Right. Uh, this is a commission for his partner, and wow. Right. This is one of the best-looking models that's come out of our studio recently. It is absolutely phenomenal. We were saying it's tabletop plus, but looking at the photos that we took now, I mean, that's... It's like a little bit It's very high. Yeah. I mean, you can get... If you're, if you're looking to commission this with us, like, you would get something very similar to this, but this had a lot of little extra care for the special client that it's for. Yeah, th this client is yeah. somebody that's, that's uh, a good friend of ours. Right. Yeah, so this this would be a tabletop plus plus is it, what we would call this. And sometimes you get those with us. Yeah. To be honest, sometimes the artists just put a lot more into it than really what you're paying for because they feel yeah. like doing it, and that's just how it is sometimes. So, um, and as a tip, yeah. so we've been in the the commission paint game for a very long time. Uh, if you want to get that extra love and attention, because we always give obviously the value that the client pays for, mm -hmm. uh, we don't send it to you until you're happy with it. Yeah. But um, if you ever want to, if you ever, like, when you go get a paint commission, we've been doing this for a long time, and I can tell you from experience, yeah. if you have a vision for what you want, absolutely will get you what you want. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, to down to the details of eye color and all that stuff, no problem, we'll definitely do that. But if you ever want to get that little extra bang for your buck, mm -hmm. the highest chances of you doing that is when you give the artist freedom. Yeah. Because then they feel invested in the project. Now they're not just following instructions, which they do very well. Right. Now they feel invested in the product in the project because their creativity is coming out. Mm -hmm. Some of the best projects I've ever seen are when the customer goes, uh, "You know what? You you choose." Right. Like I would like this is the broad strokes of what I'm looking for, and then the rest is up to you. And then the artist, their creativity comes out. Right. And you, that's when you tend to get a, a little bit extra bang for your buck. Um, it's definitely more enjoyable for the artist when a client will come to them and say, "Look, I have an idea of it. You know, maybe I want a dark angels." you know, scheme. And, um, I like the games workshop one, but that's about it. You yeah. go nuts. This is, I would like, you know, snow basing. Yeah. It gives the artist freedom to kind of work in that parameter in those parameters, but really put their own flourish on it. And they really enjoy it. And you do see a little bit more bang for your buck, as, as you said, than if you come and say, look, like, and you give us five pages of detail on how you want the lens is looking just this way, which there's nothing wrong with that. And, and we'll, we will do we'll it. completely do it. Yeah, totally. It's just the, you know, it, that puts a little bit of a restriction on the artists a lot of times. So, um, yeah, that's a good little tip, to be honest. It is. And, and I find that usually the, the best looking commissions that we put out, our artists do the best job when they do have a bit of freedom. Yeah. yeah and after having done this for as long as we have, when <clears throat> I get commissions, which I do very frequently now because I have so little time, mm -hmm. I literally just give it to the artist and I go, do whatever you want. Right. And then I'm never disappointed with what I get back. It yeah. usually exceeds my expectations. Right. Because um, they're professionals. They know. They do. They, they know. Do. They do this every day. What to do. Yep. Yeah. But again, if you do have a clear vision for what you want, we will gladly deliver on that. that. Yeah. No problem or in whatsoever. Between. Yep. Yeah. Or nothing. Some people actually just say, paint space marine. And that's that's the email. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, okay, you got it. <laughs> we'll do. We'll do. <laughs> Uh, in other news, GW announces a new Age of Sigmar release, the Blades of Corn. Uh, this looks to be a very cool supplement for corn players. I would imagine that it is very similar to the Zinch book, Disciples of Zinch, that yes. just came out. I imagine it's going to give us uh, the kind of nested 
battalions that we mm-hmm. got, um, custom uh, magic items, custom yep. uh, you know warlord traits or battle traits. They're going to have prayers. They're going to have um, uh, for their priests because they have the slaughter priests, all those ones. Um, yeah, it's going to be very similar. It's going it's to be very similar to the Stormcast Eternal one that just came out too, which is made Stormcast Eternals right. so where good. they took they took because Stormcast just like Corn had units in all these different books, and they're going to put them all together in one. Which is great. And it's not going to be very expensive. We're talking these books, I think, are retailing for full price at like 30, 30 bucks. bucks. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're good value, and they're fun. They have good, they advance the, the fluff of the story. Corn yeah. uh, is perpetually one of the most popular Chaos factions to play. It, I think it is the most popular Chaos faction to play, actually, now that yeah. I say it out loud. And like Jason had said, it's going to combine all these disparate corn units into one Mm -hmm. it's going to probably give them the same keyword across the the table so that all of their powers (laughs) can work on each other which i'm a big proponent of because in age of sigmar the the depth and the the fun of the game is in finding these combos right uh really good i also hope to see that they limit like one of the things i would really like to see in age of sigmar is to the for the rule of one Mm -hmm. to cover multiple iterances of the same buff like Really common tactic for corn players in Age of Sigma right now is to take multiple blood scraters right. and have them overlapping stack. And I don't think that was the intent. I think the rule of one should apply to that. I would also mm-hmm. like to see the rule of one applied to uh, priests for their prayers. Because right, right now, the rule of one only applies to spells. Mm-hmm. And I think it was just an, an error of omission where priests can, if you successfully get their, uh, their, their prayer right. off, you can stack prayers. And some of them are extremely powerful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a common tactic that we're seeing with corn players. I know corn players are out there like, shut up, Reese. Yeah. <laughs> but it just just to make things a little bit more fair, uh, yeah. I think the game would be more fun. Because well, right now you're seeing most corn lists are spamming three blood secretors, and it's like... It's the it's the blood letter bomb lists that are what you're seeing with corn. Yeah. Which, I mean, to be honest, I don't really think you need that, but um, they are working on General's Handbook too. We know they are. They're taking feedback for it. We know they're listening to us and everyone else who has podcasts and everyone who has a voice. We know they listen um, so I feel we'll probably see something like that. I think so too. And I think it's absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. The Games Workshop is actively going out. They're going out to community leaders, mm-hmm. to, to, like you said, podcasters, TOs. And yeah. they're saying, when they were at the Las Vegas Open, mm-hmm. they were literally like calling in mm-hmm. which lists were prevalent, which lists were dominant. Because they are on it. They are actively monitoring the meta. And this is exactly what we've been asking for with Games Workshop games for decades right. it's good for the health the it health is of the game it is yeah it's it's like in magic when you get a card that's too powered they right. restrict it or they ban it or they they alter it yeah and, and i think in war machine they do the exact same thing yep i when, think they they tone yeah. down lists when things get too powerful the, yeah. the future of tabletop gaming is living rules like we've been saying this for a very long time right it just makes sense right there's yeah. no reason we should have to suffer with something that's too good or too weak mm-hmm. for 10 years Right, like in ages past, it is, it's silly. There's no reason to do that. Like now, if you introduce, a, you know, an invisibility or uh, you know, warp time or whatever the whatever the case right. may be, and then everyone goes, "Hey, that's really good," but it's a little too good, and then they can just go, "All right, let's tone it down a little bit." Or yeah. um, if you have a, a really underpowered unit, um, mandrakes, yep, awesome models, not the best rules. And then they can go, hey, you know what? You only have to suffer through it for one year. And then we're going to release a new book based on feedback from the community. Right. And now Mandrakes are better. Yay. Yeah, I just it. had a guy this morning call in an order to us. And he had ordered um, the new Talons of the Emperor, which is a new pre-order that's up. But he also ordered a Penitent Engine. And I kind of laughed when he ordered it. And we, we had a good little laugh about how like it's an amazing looking model. And he's more of a model guy, but he just wished that they were better in the game. Yep. So 
hopefully something that's what we'll see in games like 40k and other ones we are seeing it in age of sigmar where yeah you know what right now amazing looking model not great rules but who knows in three months four months maybe it's going to have amazing rules or at least rules that make it more viable i agree you know? so then he can get more and then he can really enjoy it playing on the table not just collecting dust i, I agree 100 yeah. percent. so be happy for this i've already seen some grumbling of people like i have to buy another eight general's handbook right yes but that's okay you know what you're paying it equates out to like two dollars a month right and if, is you what use, you're paying. and if you're using that book you know twice a week you know you pay 20 bucks for the book you know the value is there. it's it's, it's, so not, it's like, really just not if that's rumbling over getting upset over but yeah but i mean it's the internet that's what people it's yeah. what it's for is for people to put up cat pictures and then yell about things without taking any action well, that's, to that's, do that sounds like my saturday night <laughs> So don't, don't harsh on that. Oh, no, I'm not. Okay, yeah. I, I do it too. It's just <laughs> grumbling about things without doing anything about it or right. like trying to see the other perspective is a complete waste of time. Right. Uh, but yes, you're basically coming out to paying $2 a month to get a living rule book for your favorite games. That is totally worth it. Yeah. 100% worth it. Mm -hmm. Right. The alternative is not getting updated rules. So, you know. Right. And point costs. Yeah. Yeah. I am excited. I can't wait to see it. Uh, and I know that they are actively taking feedback for General's Handbook 2. Mm -hmm. Cannot wait to see it. They already have uh, sneak previewed the lowered points for Fire Slayers. Which was necessary. Which was totally... And now they're yeah. good. All they had to do, they lowered their points like 25%, <laughs> mm -hmm. which is a big a big reduction. Right. So one of the laughably worst units... I wouldn't say... They were very bad. They weren't laughably bad. Right. They were really bad. And now all of a sudden, they're awesome. Mm -hmm. Hey, for all those people out there that bought those models, huzzah. Yeah. Now, yep. fingers crossed, we'll see us start collecting Fire Slayers soon. Yes, because those models are been a while, awesome. Rob or somebody listening. That would be really cool. Yeah. And imagine if we saw that for 40K. Yes. Right? That'd yeah. be so awesome. Like the Wraith Knight. Mm -hmm. How long has it been that that's been a laughably underpriced unit? Right. Just, okay, those bumps cost 150 points. Right. Good to go. And they do it in other game systems. Yep. So let's hope that that is the future for other games, and when you see Blades of Corn go up on GW site, of course, you can get it from Frontline Gaming at a nice, juicy discount. Be pretty cool. Yes. A new release this week from Games Workshop is the Mark III Power Armor set, mm -hmm. which I am very excited for. And, yeah, me too. Oh, it's my favorite. Mark, yeah. Mark, Mark II, Mark III are the best, in my opinion. Although, I made a Space Marine mm -hmm. uh, chapter using all the Mark IV, the Maximus ones. I right. actually really like those quite a bit, too. Uh, and the Tartaros Terminator armor is the other new set. Which I think is much better than the Cataphron, or the Cataphracti, too. So <laughs> I think they look better than the Cataphracti, but the Cataphracti have really good rules. Right. But Aesthetic-wise. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, the, the Tartaros are really cool. You got options for, like, twin-link plasma guns. Right. Uh, you can mix both uh, assault and uh, shooting in the same unit. Mm -hmm. Just once more, taking a huge steaming dump on normal Terminators. Right. God, those guys suck. But also, this is another another step in the affordability of playing 30k yes which for a long time was was not people would love to play 30k but you could not afford it you could not get into it yeah. i remember when i it's funny that the mark 3 just comes out because a year ago almost literally a year ago i had wanted to start an iron warriors list so i with what i could afford i bought like a 10 man mark 3 armor from forge world you know a couple of the weapon options upgrades but that cost me nearly 200 dollars for like a 10 man squad yeah i mean for, for that we don't get a discount on forge world so um seeing it now you can get a 10-man box you know for like what 60 bucks with a discount mind blown it looks just as good as the resin well it's, and it's it's easier, easier to work, to work. yeah exactly i hate 
I love the way resin models look because the detail is so amazing. Right. I hate, hate working with resin. Yeah. I was just assembling some, uh, some resin uh, free peoples over the weekend or on Friday, mm -hmm. just cursing the whole time. Yeah. I'm like scrubbing them with a toothbrush, wiping them off, trying to get the damn releasing agent off. Yeah. The glue doesn't stick to them as well. I was just like, Wah! Right. But now, you know, now they look really good. Yeah. But I, I bought one of each set of the Marks uh, 2 through uh, 6, <clears throat> I'm sorry, 5 armor as soon as Forge World released it because I was like, oh my gosh, these are so good. Right. I got the jump packs and I can't wait for all of them to be in plastic because they're such a pain in the ass to work with. Yeah. It took me like a, a day to assemble 10 guys. It was right. really annoying. And this new Mark 3 looks so good. Right. And I've been toying with making an Iron Hands just a, like a, a little mini like 2,000 point army with a bunch of dreadnoughts, um, like a unit of Terminators. Right. It, they're and now great. you can get all that in plastic. In pl like, all of it in plastic. Yep. Except I do want to use the, Levi the Leviathan Dread and the Daredeo Dread. Oh, yeah. Because uh, those will never, I don't think those will ever be. Nah, probably those not. Those are specialty models. But. but now it's like totally doable. And it's like yeah. I could knock that army out in literally like two weeks. Yeah. Because it's so easy to paint. Mm -hmm. And then I would want to get the Gorgon uh, right. Terminators because, God, they look cool. Yeah, they do. It, it, the army would suck, <laughs> but it'd be fun. Yeah, but I mean, it just it just makes 30k much more approachable now. It, to, like it's, it's no longer the elite club, the guys who can afford it club, which yeah. it was for a long time. Let's be honest. But you know what? Though? It was kind of like you graduated up to 30k. Like yeah. you know, when you hit a certain point, like uh, one of our really good friends, Coop, just jumped over to 30k because mm -hmm. it, it's a different game. It's a different crowd, and it yeah. is like the barrier to entry is a little bit higher and i think for like the older gamer that was kind of appealing but yeah. i think it is cool that more people can can access it now and yeah and in, in addition to that right they're just awesome models right and i don't know if we talked about it but um up for pre-order this week are more horus heresy releases nice. uh, the talents of the emperor uh which come with the sisters of silence and the custodes and i believe you get a contemptor and a land raider and a rhino and a rhino yep. which and the land raider and the rhino are just the standard space marine ones that is not true um we'll get to that in the rumors, sure? yes, I'm positive. Okay, because I looked at the product descriptions and it said, but okay. that, but they also are selling the Sisters of Silence and the Custodes separately now. They have different rules. They're the same oh, kits. Kit. I meant model kits. Sorry, yeah. So the model kits are the same, but you can get all that in one box. Um, and if you want them, I would reach out sooner or later because they are. It does say while supplies last, which means it will go out of production. So send us an email now, now to get that because they're going to once sell they're out. out they're, that that's not something that's going to be restocked. The, the individual boxes will, so like the Sisters of Silence. But you don't the think the bundle will? It says while supplies last. We'll see. Yeah. GW sometimes likes to see how sales go before restocking. At least, I mean, I, that's what I think. Fair enough. But I would, if, I, if you're on the fence, while you can, get the discount, but I would get them in quick. Fair enough. Yeah. So yeah, beautiful models. And we'll talk more about the rules for the Talons of the Emperor coming up in the rumor section because the competitive community is... Getting it's, uh, that's the big thing right now. Uh, the Sisters of Silence new rule, their their formation is going to really shake up the meta. Uh, but in the meantime, we have a bunch of events going on this weekend in the ITC. Every every month, it's just more and more like crazy. We in one month we have more events and than we had in the just history. for one weekend. This is just this weekend. Wow, isn't it crazy? It's so it cool to see it just going. It's funny because I'm I'm a bit far removed from a lot of this stuff because I do mostly operation stuff for the company and I've taken a step back from a lot of. 40k gaming and tournaments and stuff like that honestly but just seeing that wow that's just one weekend yeah and that's what's been reported yeah it's going ham which is it's a absolutely lot of, a lot of events get reported after the fact but <laughs> well we're, we're cutting down on that yeah. um and as more and more people use the app especially as it right. goes android it's just there's gonna be no reason right not to but use wow it. that's a ton and it's, it's all over the world too yeah 
So we do have a major, uh, obviously, this weekend. We have Adepticon. Uh, Frankie and I will be there. Uh, come say hi if you're going to be at Adepticon. We will have a booth. Uh, check us out. Uh, both he and I are playing Age of Sigmar at the event. Uh, Frankie's playing in the doubles. I'm playing in the singles. So if you are playing, please come and say hi. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we do have uh, quite a few other events all over the world. As Jason said, we have a bunch in Australia and Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all over. Queen Creek, Arizona. That's a place I'd like to check out. Yeah, I bet you would. But please uh, come and say hi. And we're going to be showcasing. Uh-huh. Oh, we, I forgot to. The name on that one, let me just say it. It's really funny. We wish we were at Adepticon Con <laughs> at Goblin Games in Lincoln, Nebraska. That's amazing. That's a famous city, Lincoln, Nebraska. It is, but uh, I love the name of the event. We wish we were at Adepticon Con. Oh, did I, did I ever explain? We finally found out the, the meaning of the name Gunja the Bead Forest. No, what is that? It's the name of the store. So it's in a small town. Okay. And this store covers a lot of needs for the town. It's okay. not only a gaming spot. It's also a smoke shop. Okay. Uh, you can pick up various hemp products. So they sell cigarettes. Uh, of the various... Wacky, <laughs> wacky cigarettes? Wacky variety. Mm. I was just dying. I was like, oh, yeah. okay, that makes sense. So do they? Do it's like it's like comics, like smoke shop, game shop. So do you go there and you, you smoke a little pot and then you start playing forty k? I think that's not optional. A bad, <laughs> not a bad Friday night, I think. That's optional, <laughs> I guess. I don't know, but I just I was like, oh, that, that makes funny. sense. I was like, now that makes sense. Um, and, and LVO guys were like, this is why it's a right. funny name. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Well, that makes there you go. That is, like that that, that, now the the dots yeah. are connected. Um, but yeah, events all over the place. Hawaii, uh, Nebraska, obviously Montana. Mm-hmm. Really cool. It's great to see people having fun and participating. And I do want to throw another uh, shout out. The ITC tournament organizers community that we've gotten kicked off is lively, to put it lightly. But it's a great place. If you are a TO of an event, uh, please go to the ITC page and join the mailing list. Mm-hmm. I'll add you to our little community that we've got going. And it's all TOs from very small to very big events, sharing ideas. Um, There's TOs that are like, hey, this is a a concern that we have in my local community, Mm -hmm. giving us feedback on the format, on rulings, all that stuff. And it's done in an environment where you don't have people piping up that may not even participate. You know, they're just... Basically, it's, there's no trolls. TO is talking to each other. Yes. Somebody who is in New York is not going to be complaining about somebody's tournament who's in California. Right. Or just complaining in general. It's all very adult. It's very mature, constructive, uh, uh, sometimes spirited debates, but they're all respectful. Mm-hmm. And a lot of stuff is getting done. So if you're a TO and you would like to um, add in your opinions or just kind of like see what's going on, please join the mailing list and I will add you into our little group. And uh, it's it's really good. There, there's even there's even people from G Dub that are in there um, nice. participating, or at least keeping an eye on the conversation. So it's really good, really really conducive. And we've got some, uh, what I think is going to really help the ITC, uh, some standards, some policy standards, things that we hadn't uh, addressed in the past. Like, what does it mean to, um, what is the, the 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 conduct of the attendee? What's the expectation? Okay. Um, like and everyone's participating and coming up with these drafts of, of this is in the ITC events. This is what we expect. How you expect you to conduct yourself as an attendee. Right. Um, this is how we approach slow playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the other things we're talking about right now is what what does it mean to be three color minimum? Right. Because some people are like, yeah, I saw a guy like three dots of paint, and I'm like, yeah, gamers game the system. Yeah. You know that's their nature. I've, 
I've been known to do that on my base, put a little dot of red. I know. Yeah, I and, have. And it's, and it's obviously not going with the intent of the rule. So now right. guys are – and one of the other ones, uh, we have a draft of what is counts as. What is the official counts as policy? Right. Because, you know, the fine line between what is a proxy, what is counts as, mm-hmm. has always been very blurred. Right? It, it's right. very difficult to determine that. And there's this nice – document now that if you're a participant in the ITC, you can just go grab that doc, mm-hmm. attach it to your event and go, this is what we mean by counts as. This is what we mean by a three color standard. This is what we expect you, how we expect you to behave. And it's input from TO small around the world. And it really, it's, it's, I think it's really good. I think it's going to make everything that much better. Nice. You can also give direct feedback mm-hmm. on the Best Coast Pairings app from the perspective of a tournament organizer, which is very valuable information for those guys. And it'll make the app closer to what your ideal tournament software would be. So please join in if that, cool. if that uh, applies to you. Uh, also, uh, let's move on to the topic of the, of the day. Sure. Big news for those of you who uh, like psychic powers or if you run a psychic Death Star, mm-hmm. you're not going to like this very much. So good news that you're not going to like it? Good news for those of us who don't like Death Stars, okay. like me. Okay. Uh, bad news for those of you who do like Death Stars, like all of you out there that uh, that applies to. Mm, those or, dirty players. Or even if, no, I would never say that. It, or even people who just like to use a lot of psychic powers in your army. Maybe you're right. not even a Death Star. And maybe. then slow play. Oh, that, that's unintentional. That's just because the nature of the way psychic powers right. work in the game right now. There's such a time. By the way, it's all jokes. I don't, I'm not so far removed from gaming 40k. No worries. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there that would nod their head and laugh at the joke. Oh, good. They're going to join my cult then. The psychic power, the psychic yeah. phase in 40K is so clunky, especially when you compare mm-hmm. it to Age of Sigmar. Right. And it's so much, like a million times faster. Right. Um, but the the Talons of the Emperor has, they're coming out with uh, codexes for Adeptus Custodes and Sisters of Silence, mm-hmm. uh, rumors indicate. And uh, some of the rules that are coming out about this are going to really change the meta. Uh, we'll talk about the less exciting one first, the Adeptus mm-hmm. Custodes. Um, they're going to be getting a pretty cool buff. They're getting a 5++ in their uh, detachment with their formations and such. It's got the Aegis of the Emperor. Um, mm-hmm. In their formation, uh, it's three uh, it's three units of Custodes and one Contemptor. They get to reroll ones on their invul saves. Nice little buff. Okay. Um, and they get uh, Deep Strike on their uh, Venerable Contemptor Dread, which is really good. I mean, you don't have to take a draw pod. You know, you can just drop him down. It's, he's much more survival that way. He can shoot. Mm-hmm. hopefully assault if he survives right um in a world of grav i don't think it's going to be and that's that's the sad thing i hate grav grav I mean, is so that's bad. that's the counter to like everyone's like look at this awesome formation and you're like Woo, you do like a dance and you just hold up a sign grab and they're like uh, <laughs> and then your buddy goes yeah dang it hunter's eye yeah so like everyone gets together and does like a g-r-a-v dance and it's just like oh g-r-a-v yeah not gonna have a good time g-r-a-v don't bring it again like i said i i haven't played 40k in a long time i'm just not i'm playing a lot of other games um but it seems the same problems that when i was playing the game are still the same problems. grav sucks i think everyone can agree that grav is bad for the game at this point yep it is so, and then of course, when you combine it with the hunter's eye, it becomes even more. Right. And that's what I was playing when I before I quit. Yeah, thanks for that. White Scars Battle Company. Yeah, don't yeah. let the door hit you in the mm. ass on the way out. And it, like again, you're not a bad person for doing this. Like no. you're, you're taking the tools that are available to you, and you're, right. you're making the best list you can. More power to you. Yeah. But I think that everyone can agree. Like if Grav didn't do what it did, there'd be more variety in the game because right. there's so many. And armies. it's not just Grav. It's Grav cannons. Yeah, it's the, the grab. No, it's really it's the grab amp. The amp. Well, yeah, the amp really, goes with the cannons. Yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. what was that? Was not necessary. Yeah. 
Yeah. Ignore cover uh, AP2 guns that immobilize vehicles. It's like there's so many things that would be good that are not right. as a result, um, which is why the Adeptus <clears throat> Custodes Land Raider, as cool as it looks, is not going to see the tabletop. Right. It's also why the Adeptus Custodes don't really see the tabletop. No. For the point cost? Or the Contemptor Jedi. what's out there to kill them is yeah. just unfortunate and again don't don't let us but if, if you if you want cool models that look right, awesome and you amazing. play with your buddies in your garage um or at the game store when it's not a competitive tournament it's gonna be fun oh, and yeah. in casual gaming amazing with a, a gentleman's agreement between you and your opponent like hey dude i really want to use my adeptus custodius could you not bring your grab spam army yeah don't bring white scars battle company and, and your opponent yeah. being a gentleman is going to say you know what i want to have a fun game too mm -hmm. i'm going to bring something else and it'll be right. very and you have a great time yeah. but in a tournament yeah it's yeah. It, the, the odds of running into a graph heavy list are just too high. So anyway, enough, enough graph hate. Let's move on to the very exciting part of the talents of the emperor is the yeah. sisters of silence. Yep. Wow. So this is what they're going to be rocking. Uh, already the very underpriced sisters of silence for what you get. They're mm -hmm. so cheap and so powerful. Um, very good. You can take them with bolters. <laughs> ha ha. Uh, or you can take them with flamers. I actually think that's a good option. Or you mm -hmm. can take them with AP two swords. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, they come in like three. I, I'm not 100% familiar with their loadouts, but they come in at least the, the boxes. Bolters, flamers, or swords. Yeah, three different loadouts for them. Yeah, yeah and the bolter, obviously, the bolter is the <clears throat> least appealing. The sword, I think, is going to be the most appealing to most players, but I think the flamer loadout is actually the best. Mm -hmm. And very, very powerful unit. But what they get, their rhinos get the Null Maiden Rhino rule, which lets it. Basically, they, they have the anti-psyker bubble right. off the rhino, which is crazy. So nice. that's incredible, right? Now that no one else can do that, this is like super... And it's just a way to get the sisters. Because for a while, everyone was like, sisters of silence are awesome, but how do you get them into a transport because of the new FAQ saying that they can't go into an allies transport? But this they, they get rhinos in this formation. so that They do. They do. And then the other yeah. thing that makes it really, really good is uh, their detachment adds three inches to the range of the bubble right. for, for every... Uh, unit after the first that is uh, involved. Right. So what you get is uh, you get an extended rage. You can get like a basically you cover the whole table. Right. That's great. And so if you wanted to get a bunch of these girls with rhinos at 25% off, where would you go? Frontlinegaming.org, baby. That was a Scott Reed moment right there. If you guys are fans of the Ninth Realm, so leading questions. What, what really what this means is that you can cover the entire table in a bubble that just turns off all psychic powers. Right. So. That is going to radically change the way people are playing the game yeah. uh, in regards to any psychic heavy army, any um, well, it's the, uh, the psychic death stars. It, it just really the corn really, dog list. It's going to shut them down because one, they don't have shooting to take out those rhinos, and if they do, it's not enough to take out all the rhinos they're going to have. And you can just line, like you said, line the board up so anytime they move into that range, you're just going to let loose. They're not going to be able to stop it. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's going to be a challenge, and especially like in, in the ETC format where they do not put restrictions on psychic powers where they do not tone anything down mm -hmm. and every team has uh psychic death stars they have um, electro displacement bombs right uh, it, that is really going to shake things up because especially when you're in that team tournament format if you can get your anti cyclist on their cyclist you're going to smash their face yeah right and it's going to cause them to change like a lot of the, the psychic death stars that are out there right now have literally no shooting you know what would be a really good list would be doing that sisters of silence formation and then do like uh, the three night formation that, that shooting. could be very good. Because uh, yeah. when you take the teeth out of the Psychic Death Star, they right. can't deal with the Knights. And then a Void Shield. 
Oh, you can't take a position. Um, the knights time. would uh, walk right through them at that point in time. Yeah. So this is really going to shake things things up for how long we don't know. There's rumors of, of an eighth edition possibly coming, but for the time being, mm -hmm. uh, that is really going to change the way the game is played in the competitive meta. Uh, we'll jump over to Twitch chat and let us do, know. Are we do the rant about? I don't feel like ranting. TV show. I'm gonna get, oh God, yes. Okay. Let's do a rant section yeah. on uh, Immortal Iron Fist. Right. So, Man, my, my hair is poofing like a big dog today. I like it. Yeah, I had to wear the sweatshirt today. I'm not saying... I'm wearing I'm not a, saying, green, a greenish shirt. I'm um, not saying aliens, but aliens. It's on point today, that's Good. for sure. I like it. It's full bloom. Um, okay, so rant. I, I got to do this because I spent... I got so excited for the Iron Fist coming out on Netflix, right? Iron Fist is one of my favorite characters... Me too? ...of all time. And it really upsets me that like all reviewers were like, well, of course, Iron Fist is gonna be bad because it's it's one of the least known and least popular uh, superheroes in the Marvel universe. I'm like, you're nuts. Marvel, it's not. the Iron Fist comics were awesome, right? And so, anyways, so I get all excited. It comes out this weekend. I, I sit and watch it throughout the days. You know, when I'm ever at home, I'm watching an episode here and there, and it was really bad. It was that's surprising. It was bad, and it was bad in that the first episode, I, I was like, okay, I can put up with, with some of the bad acting, and you know. It's, you know, it's it's gonna be kung fu at least. So at least we're gonna get some cool kung fu fighting in it, which is always fun to watch, no matter how bad uh, the TV show or the movie is. But the kung fu is bad as well. The fighting is bad. All there's not very much of it. First of all, second of all, they they got an actor who has no background in any kind of martial arts whatsoever, and it shows. So he's obviously not doing any of the fighting in the scenes. There's a lot of, of fast cuts to a stunt double. But whenever they have him trying to do like the meditative like chi scenes, it's awkward because he can't do it. And it looks like, like this guy is supposed to be the immortal Iron Fist, like the one of the, the highest trained martial artists in the entire universe at that point, go to toe-to-toe -to -toe with pretty much anybody, you know? And he doesn't wear a costume the entire time. He barely uses the fist. He doesn't use his awesome, like, headband? And the only cool thing about it is there, I'm not going to, I don't want to spoil too much of it, um, but there's a scene where they, they show back to, like, a previous Iron Fist. And I'm not going to say how they see it because I don't want, if you guys are going to watch it. But I saw that scene and the guy was wearing like a quasi uniform of like the comic book character. And I was like, I wanted to watch a TV show about that guy. Yeah. Like I <laughs> just, just that 20 second clip. I was like, they should have made the whole TV series about that, that not this, you know, and they made it into a love story. They convoluted everything. Um, the Dude. hand are like teenagers it's like the Foot Clan from like the Turtles, Ninja Turtles Part One. Not from the, the comic book when there was badass, but from the movie. From where the movie like, Teenage Mutant Ninja it's Turtles. It's like kids with backwards hats. Secret of the Ooze. Oh. Yeah, it's really bad. Um, go Ninja, go Ninja, go. And it's just, it's just terrible. Like I couldn't believe it. And it's like they had so much source material to work with. The guy, the actor himself, I felt was fine to be cast. I know there's a whole thing about people saying, "Oh, well, you should have got an Asian American," even though Danny Rand's Danny not. Danny Rand's not Asian. Asian. But I felt he looked at the part. It was fine. But it just didn't work. It didn't work at all. And unfortunately, I was so disappointed. So if you're looking to watch it, go ahead. I wouldn't waste your 13 hours doing it. They, they, they could have condensed that entire series into like a three-hour miniseries. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah. That's in, my rant. I was really, really disappointed. In the comics, you get a cool combination of like street-level like justice, like Spider-Man or yeah. like the Punisher, where he's hanging out with like Luke well, he Cage. Looks, he's competent. In this one, it's like he has trouble going toe-to-toe -to -toe with like a henchman. Which is, you become the immortal Iron Fist by defeating a dragon with Correct. your hands. 
And, and I'm you, like, I'm like, okay, I understand if this was like a, his origin story when he was like a ten year old boy, and he's having a hard time fighting against like a grown man. But like, this is like he was having a hard time every time he got in a fight. He had a hard time. The Immortal Iron Fist in the comics is like a bad. He, he can almost go toe to toe with Spider Man, not in strength levels, but he's able to like his agility, his totally. fighting skills. When he did he's, his achievement, he's his easily on par with Spider Man, right. no question. And so, it and was half just, the time he's going into like the the mystical realm right. where he's fighting against. And the like, kung fu was really bad. It wasn't good. Like you would expect. Like in the in the comics, they show him being like very like lift, and he can do like these kicks that his body's like almost parallel. Yeah, and he's doing acrobatic skills and dances. He barely moves at all. He's mostly doing hand stuff because the actor just can't do it. And so it's, yeah, it should be like Huarang from Tekken or something like that. It was just God, it was awful. That's too bad. Oh, that was my rant. Anyway, well, hey, I'll, <laughs> I'll give it a shot and see. But yeah. yeah, I was really excited for it. I've been hearing bad reviews. Yeah. Uh, Omega or Geek Master K says, speaking as a guy working on White Scar's Battle Company, planning to use grab. Yeah, it's brutal. But being OP won't stop me from using it in tournaments. Eh, no, it shouldn't. Like like I said, like well, sometimes we speak negatively about this or that, but we would never condemn someone for using it. You go into a tournament. You have a legal list. You're yeah. good to go. Don't feel bad. No, if you go to a tournament, you take your game. Yeah. You take yeah. you take what you're gonna take. You, you go, and it's just like yeah. we lament sometimes that some things are too good or too bad. That does not mean that you should not use them. Uh, it's a legal list. Uh, he says, might have to ask my opponent for a casual game. Yeah, be a gentleman. Yep. If you're going to a game store and you're just showing up on a Saturday to play. I would bring all your models and say, what kind of game do you want to play, play against somebody? I always do that. Yeah. I never, ever put the hammer down on someone Because I've seen asking. it. I've seen it so many times where somebody will like throw down their hammer list, some Tau, just a killer list. And someone's like, I'm here with my orcs. And they get wiped out turn one. That guy's never coming back to that game store. Yeah, it's just be, be, a, be a play. Yeah. Give the person the game they're looking for, right? Like if, if you're practicing for a tournament, let them know. If they're not interested in that, no big deal. Uh, Archon 91, anti-psychic bubble. That sounds like something Dark Eldar should have, but uh, have as well. But that's just me being a slightly under, underwhelmed Dark Eldar player. Yeah, Dark Eldar, without question, weakest single codex in the game right now. Um, I would argue that they are weaker than the Legion of the Damned at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kidding, not that bad. But yeah, it, it, they have a hard time. You you got an uphill battle if you're playing Dark Eldar, no question. Uh, Axis Vinch be really happy. I just painted 15 sisters. Yeah, there you go. Yep. I'm sure you are. I, I see them making their way into so many armies. Uh, Geekmaster K, my, my Farseer, is crying right now. I don't rely too much on psychic shenanigans in my list, but I do use them, and they are incredibly powerful. Yeah, for people like you that have like one Farseer, that's a real bummer. Um, Guide and Doom and all that fun stuff is just mm-hmm. going to get shut down. Uh, Sexy Maxi, I for one welcome Eldar plus Sisters as the new meta until 8th this summer. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. But I have a feeling that you may not be wrong. Uh, turning off everyone's psychic powers and then backing that up with uh, scat packs is going to be pretty damn good. Wolf Priest uh, Carl, Iron Fist was decent. Just wanted more f- hardcore fights like the Badlands. Which Knights. there was none. Dude, Into the Badlands got another season, and I'm stoked because I really enjoyed Into the Badlands. There I haven't was, watched it yet. It's a post-apocalyptic kung fu mm-hmm. uh, series that takes place in the South. Okay. Imagine that. Yeah. So you got like a, a southern gentleman with yeah. his plantation that's an army of like ninjas. Right. If that doesn't, if that appeals to you, it's, it's really cool. Okay. And then the fight scenes are so, they're movie quality good. Yeah. The main character is a martial artist, like for real. He's really good. It's pretty badass. Really enjoyed it. Um, now, to be fair, there was the only good fight scenes in it were 
when uh, Colleen Wing, who is uh, the daughter of the dragon, she's one of the original ones who was in the comic, it was Colleen Wing and Misty Knight were the daughters of the dragon. They had a detective agency. In this one, it's just Colleen Wing. Um, her fight scenes are really good. And she, that girl, the actress, carried that show, like, completely. It, it's such a bummer because, like, the, the Immortal Iron Fist, they should have gotten, like, a Bruce Lee guy to play him. Like, I know. Because that, that's what he is. In the comics, he is a complete kung fu badass. Yeah, this one, it was he was just anybody. Just punching me, ah, falling around like he couldn't hold his ground. I'm like, this guy should just walk. Oh, I couldn't. And then, dude, I, and I then, and the comics will fight like 50 people and kick all their ass. I know. It like was, he'll be like punching people through walls and stuff. It was infuriating to watch because he was like, you had to have a hard time fighting one henchman, and it would go. It was like a 10 minute fight scene. You're just like, uh, uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, amazing. Ratman says in the comics he's a badass. Yeah, he's awesome. He's very good. He's awesome, and one of my favorite. I mean, he's not like alpha level, but he's like no, he's a street he's a street right. level hero. But, but he's, he's on like, par with Daredevil at least. At least like, for sure. Like he and Daredevil would be a great fight. He Except, actually took over oh, as Daredevil he would for a kick, while. He would kick Daredevil's ass. He can uh, punch through like a brick wall. I don't know. Daredevil's like a regular dude. We'll there is a, there is a point in the comics where he took over as Daredevil. Fair when, when Daredevil was trying to like when everyone it was basically Daredevil was like they got him on like camera like you are Daredevil and so he had um he had uh uh Rand dress up like Daredevil and go fight because they were so similar in like appearance and so he'd be like no I'm not I'm Matt Murdock look there's Daredevil running across the building they did that for a while one of the best one of my favorite yeah. uh one of my favorite comics is when they show the immortal Iron Fist before Danny Rand the one that came that, that held the title before him, he was like a World War II, right? Uh, old like older dude. He had like two like forty fives, right? He didn't do kung fu. He just was like fisticuffs and like mm-hmm. pistols. <laughs> Absolutely awesome. Uh, anyway, guys, we dropped the stream, having some fun talking to everybody. Yeah. Sorry that uh, it cut out, but for those of you who are watching and listening, I hope you enjoyed uh, the show. This was episode five hundred and sixteen of Signals from the Frontline. Uh, we will not be broadcasting on Friday because we will be at Adepticon and we will see you again for episode 517 on Monday. Are you going to be back for Monday? No, we won't. You know what? Actually, we will do 517 on Friday when you and Pablo will uh, jump in. Mm. (laughs) All right, guys. We'll talk to you. Uh, You'll see Frankie and I again in uh, three episodes. All right. I guess.